This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Road Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Welcome to Shepherding Our Hearts with Addie and Tina Shepherd. Why are you hitting? We have a room full of animals, so just going to apologize oh, in I'm, advance Okay. in case they are a distraction. So <laughs> They're already being a distraction. But they're sometimes a little demanding, and then my dog decided to lay in between me and the microphone. And so, and my cat decided to come over and ask for a scratch under his collar. He's not used to the collar yet. However, it's very necessary because he runs away. He gets out of the house and gets lost. So a couple of different times we have almost lost him um, to a new home because he's very sweet and pretty. And people are like, oh, he's great. I think I'll just keep him. And then full disclosure, that's how we got him. This is true. But we did actually find the original owner, and she rehomed him to us eventually. But, um, yes, there have been a couple of different people that were just going to keep him because he's such a great cat. And then, luckily, or unfortunately, one or the other, a lot of people in the neighborhood do know of him because he does get out sometimes. And they're like, oh, yeah, that's Riddick. He lives over there. And so... He ends up back at home. So now he has a new collar. But it itches. Yeah, but so. it has his name and then JJ's phone number so that, you know, when people find this great cat, they'll at least see that he has a phone number attached to him and hopefully they will text or call and we can retrieve the cat. Good. So, But he likes to come over to me and beg that I take it off and scratch him underneath it. He's not quite used to it yet, but that's okay. If you keep running away from home, that is what happens. It's bound to happen. It's like a punishment. Yeah. So today we decided to, um, there is a lot more we could talk about with Abraham and Sarah, and we might come back to some of it, but Probably not. We got a lot to cover. Yeah, I was going to say, as you read through um, Genesis and the accounts of Abraham and Sarah and all of this, we also find... um, information about Lot and his wife and daughters and all of this, who of course we know is the nephew of Abraham who pitched his tent toward Sodom. So we thought we would spend today and talking a little bit about his family, but maybe not the relationship you're thinking of. But Addie's going to go ahead and read in Genesis chapter 19 verses 12 through 14. Um, in the midst of the Lot has thou hear any besides son-in-law and thy sons and thy daughters and whatsoever thou hast in the city bring them out of this place for we will destroy this place because the cry of them is waxing great before the lord um and the lord hath sent us to destroy it and lot went out and spake unto his sons-in-law which married his daughters and said up get you out of this place for the lord will destroy this city but he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law all right. So there you go. Oh, oh, oh. That's it. So here we see, and of course the two men, we did not really set up the story very well, but the men, I didn't say, I didn't mean to, but the men who it referred to in verse 12 um, were the angels that had come to warn Lot. And um, I think we talked about them the week before. They were the ones who, like last week, we talked about those two men last week. Yes. Yes, because they had gone to Abraham and Sarah also, and then they went into Sodom, and um, and there warned Lot. And we see that you know Lot does then go to his um, sons-in-law 
who had married his daughters. So of course, his family was there. They they had put down roots in that city. Is really what it comes down to. So he goes to them to warn them and says, you know, the, the city's going to be destroyed. Please get out. And then we see the reaction to Lot from his sons-in-law. And that is that they mocked him. Um, or they actually, I guess they didn't mock him. He seemed like he was mocking to them. Like, basically... They thought they, he, they, they were like, you must be jested. Yeah, just joking around or like... They didn't take him seriously is really what it comes down to. So um, they didn't then listen to his warning and they did not leave the city. And so... And they died. Yeah. Then we see, reading onward, that the cities are destroyed and anyone who, you know, would not leave... Actually, there was not a lot of warning for most of them, but um, those that didn't leave were just going to be destroyed along with it. And, of course, also Lot's wife, who turned back to look. So, um, but now that we have the whole story set up, the point we wanted to really drive home with this was um, to listen to wise counsel, right? Especially, especially if somebody comes up to you and says, hey, God says this, right? Just the general rule, you should probably listen. Nowadays, I would check it out with the Bible because, you know, we have the complete word of God. But back then, just listen. <laughs> well, and I think, too, um, like we see Rehoboam, if you go back, um, well, actually forward at this point, if you go forward in time to um, Solomon's son Rehoboam when he first took over um, as king and of course, the people had come to him and said, you know, your father put such heavy burdens on us. You know, are you going to lighten our load a little bit? And so we see that Rehoboam goes to the old men that counseled for his father. And they said, yes, you should make your load lighter. And then he goes to the young men that he grew up with and asks them the same thing. And they basically give him the opposite advice. You know, like, well, you just tell him that, yeah, you thought my father was bad. You just wait until you see what I'm going to do. And then we see that, you know, the kingdom then is is torn away from him because he listened to the young men instead of taking the counsel of the older, wiser men that could have helped him. Uh, And the Bible tells us all about taking counsel and receiving counsel. But wise counsel. Not the counsel you just want to hear, but the counsel that comes from God. Exactly. That's exactly it right there. Because I had thought a lot about that, and I think I've brought it up in other podcasts that we have done about... What? I said, I don't know. You don't know? Do you not listen to my wise counsel? I do, but I hear it a lot of different places, so knowing where it came from is not easy for me. Uh, but I was just listening to um, some discussion about the divorce issues, even within the church and, and all of this. And so many women um, are seeking counsel for, you know, difficulties in marriage or whatever. And they go to um, either worldly sources for that counsel or they'll go to like um, women's forums on um Facebook or anything else, and it's just people giving their advice. And people, even with great intentions, can give terrible advice. And so I just was thinking about, like, we need to always be making sure that the counsel that we listen to is counsel that comes from God. So if someone that you're asking counsel from is like, well, I think, well, you know, I feel like 
whatever, something like that, then no, like they need to be pointing you back to God. And we need to do the same when people come to us and ask us questions and ask us for help with problems or whatever, to always be pointing back to the Bible because that's where that wise counsel can come from. Obviously, Lot's son-in-laws did not have the written word. Like I However, said, they knew yes. that they were angels. Yes. Pretty sure that was apparent. Yes. So. But instead of listening, they just let themselves, but also their wives, be destroyed. Right. Which, if we want to talk about something else, is also bad being a bad leader of the home, which is their role. So, also not a great relationship there. That's a really good point. As the husband, you're the spiritual leader of the home. And if you're not listening to wise counsel, then you're going to fail your family. Husbands are told to dwell with their wives according to knowledge and wisdom. Yeah, and so that is part of it is like, yes, they are to be the leaders of the home, but they have to do that. They destroyed their entire family because of that. Mm-hmm. That's lame. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, we wrapped that one up pretty quickly. Yeah, we did. I mean, granted, there were only three verses that we read, but... But still, it was an important lesson, I think. I think so, too. And I think that a lot of times... Um, Sorry. This, um, the young younger people... Um, whether men or women, either one, can oftentimes just kind of be too proud to listen to, you know, those who are older and wiser than them. They they think that they kind of have it all under control and, you know, just kind of make fun of those who are a little bit older and wiser than themselves, you know, calling them boomers and stuff. But it really is, it's like they mock them instead of listening to them. So we need to make sure that we are not guilty of the same sort of attitude. Be respectful. Be humble and respectful. And find that wise counsel. But that's not not to say that all older counsel is, like, counsel that comes from older people is going to be the best option always. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's important, too. I don't know. I just, I don't know. I was just thinking about that. Well, and that's because that's what but I was. A lot of times, it's going to be better than young people's counsel because they're wiser. But yeah, not always. Not it's always. Just, it's always good to check it out from the Bible, from the source. That's why we are so fortunate and so blessed in this time that we live in, that we do have access to the Bible, right? Because, like, um, I realize that all through the ages, God has provided a way for them to know whether those things are from God or not, but we just, I mean, we have it everywhere. We have it on our phones. Like, we have it. It's very convenient it's, for us today. Yeah, it's, there's really no excuse to not. Exactly. So, just making sure that that counsel is godly, always. And then listening to it. All right. That's all I have. That's, That's all, all I have, have too. Yeah. Well, in that case, I just have one more question. What's that? Um, do we say thank you? Thank, thank you. you. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.